So what? We watch anime. So what? We play League. We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. So what? We stay in. It don't bother me. Living young, pale and nerdy. Hello and welcome to the Reeton Entertainment Podcast. I don't know what episode it is, it is because I haven't looked at that yet. It is episode 247 for May 24th, 2020. My name is Nathan Reeton Spruth. Joining me this week, we have Andrew Roa McVeigh. Joining me this week, we have Andrew Roa McVeigh. Joining me this week, we have Andrew Roa McVeigh. Uh, Aroha, are you there? What's ha- what's happening? Oh no, oh no! Uh, so Aroha was here, but apparently he is muted for the moment. So I will continue on by myself until he gets that sorted out. I am. Help! Going- Hi. I don't Hi. know what just happened. <laughs> I'm keeping all of that in, all of it. <laughs> Um, <laughs> thank you for coming, Aroa. I, 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 I don't know. Hello, I'm here now. Will you tell us where we can find you online? Go to the Aroa.website. And, and after that, we asked the question, what games have you played this week? Uh, I've been playing a lot of Pokemon Picross. What <laughs> is, is that a real thing that exists? Yeah, it's on the 3DS. Oh, okay. How is that? It's a a good game. Good. Um, if have you ever played Picross? No, not not a single time. Uh, do you know? Do you have any idea what it is? Not even a little bit. No. Oh, uh, Picross is like Sudoku, but you draw pictures instead of numbers filling uh, in. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So. You're really you're you're liking that picture puzzle game. I am uh, I am officially like a, a sixty year old man, uh, sitting in a rocking chair doing crossword puzzles. Good. Uh, that's that's my life now. Okay. So um, and I do I I, uh, I assume you do that while you're quote working. Uh, actually, I I get off work, I go upstairs, I sit on the couch, and then I I play Picross. Yeah, because your 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 work is downstairs in your basement. Yep. Uh, while I'm working, I've been playing WoW with a controller. That's that's really because... weird. Oh, by the way, um, this isn't part of the stories, but we've constantly mentioned it. Uh, that Final Fantasy fourteen is the probably the best MMO that's out right now, and yes. and it's free on the PlayStation Four. For well, the starter. The starter edition with none of the, with none of the expansions is free, on the PS4. Yeah, and you also have a, a level limit. Is no, no. I thought it was the the starter pack is free. Like you get the starter pack. There's no level limit. Uh, but I you have the starter pack on PC. But you well, but they... you only get um, I believe you only get the first thirty days, and then you have to pay for the. Pay for the service. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah no. Um, the starter edition on PC 
is like it's it's the same thing as the wow starter edition where you get up to a certain level cap uh let me see yeah well okay so this is what it says. It says oh. the Final Fantasy XIV Starter Edition is free to download from the PlayStation Store right now. It is free until the 26th of May. Uh, once you've downloaded it, Final Fantasy XIV Starter Edition is free to keep forever. Uh, usefully, the 11.33 download includes a 30-day free play period. Uh, but then, of course, afterwards, you have to pay for the pay for the service. So it doesn't say anything about it having a level cap. Well, yeah, it, yeah, it, no, it, this it, is different. Yeah, it does. It does have a level cap, uh, but it's the level cap of the Final Fantasy Starter Edition, which is level fifty. Oh, this is different because I, the thing that I did didn't. It wasn't a free trial. Like it was more of like a trial edition, where yeah. you can play. Yeah, you can play up to level thirty-five. Uh, I mean, that's still not that bad. Like no, it's not bad at all. Like you, you can play up to level thirty-five, and you join a well, what's what are guilds called? Free something? Free company. So so there are different yeah. things. There's, I I think I haven't actually joined either of these, but there are link shells, which are like social, like you and your friends can have a link shell and like communicate with each other type thing, kind of like a Discord. Um, and then there are free companies, which are like link shells, but they're more geared towards like, hey, let's get people together and do this. Which so they're more like a guild. Um, and then there's the grand companies, which are completely different. Th those are in-game factions you can join, um, but they don't really have a bearing on it. Uh, I do like that. There, there are some cool things about it, but I don't like the fact that. Uh, if you want a server change, you have to pay $18. That doesn't make sense. That's never made sense to me in MMOs. Yep, that's that's the same thing in WoW, and it's fucking stupid. Yeah, well, not even that. And we're just bitching now. But not even that, but um, in Final Fantasy fourteen, you can actually go up to one of the Aetherite crystals, click on it, and say, transfer to another world. And as long as it's within the same data center... Uh, then you're able to transfer to that world and just hang out. But there are, there are certain restrictions that you have. But you can hang out, you can do quests, you can hang out, you can like go buddy up with your friends and uh, party well, up and stuff. Yeah. But like, you can do that in WoW too. But if you want to actually change over to that server and join their free company, nah, you got to pay 18 bucks. Yeah. So, so in WoW, um, there are connected realms where uh, they're. They're servers that I guess are physically close enough to each other that they are sort of considered one big realm. Yeah. Uh, so you can do everything from from trading, uh, and like joining guilds and all that with each other. Uh, there's really no limitation. But the problem there is that you have no idea which realms are connected until you go to try to trade with someone, and then it's like you can't trade with someone on that realm. How and... is WoW, by the way? How how are you liking it? Uh, it, I mean, it's I, I I don't know why I didn't like MMOs for a really long time. I know I I, like, I don't like nothing's WoW. Nothing's fundamentally but... changed. Yeah, I don't like WoW, but I think 
I think for you it might be friends because you have a group of people to play with. I mean, there is that, but I also just like, I I guess maybe, maybe it's that I've gotten to where I can appreciate the the slowness of the general gameplay. Because yeah. like, if you're not actively in a dungeon or whatever, the game is very slow. It's just kind of walking around and doing shit. And like, I always hated that. And I hated the combat. And now that I understand the combat and like, I guess I can appreciate the gameplay. It's not so bad anymore. Well, now that you appreciate slow combat, uh, let's start playing Final Fantasy 11. And no, <laughs> I, 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 re- I really love I told that you game, I but tried playing. I told you I tried playing the fucking Persona, or not Persona, uh, Shin Megami Tensei. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. MMO. It, that's bad. You want to talk about slow fucking combat? It's really not good. Uh, there's also a, a Digimon MMO on Steam. Have you, have you played that ever? No. It's so bad. It is so, <laughs> so bad. Um, like you would think that it would be kind of like Pokemon or something where you could get new creatures and stuff, but not really. It's, it's just not good. It's not fun at all. And I, I want to say it doesn't use WASD, which always kills me in an MMO. Like there's, there are a lot of games where you, uh, click where you want to run. And if yeah, I, that's how, that's how Shin Megami Tensei works. Yeah, if I play a game like that, it's it's an instant turnoff for me. Like I want to be able to use WASD and jump around and stuff. And if I can't do that, then I get I don't like it. Um, while we're talking about MMOs, before we go into the other games you played this week, uh, this week, Fantasy Star Online Two is releasing on Xbox Game Pass for PC. Oh, finally. Yeah, so it's on the 27th. If you would like to uh, to download and install that, we could play that this week. I absolutely will do that because I have been, I've been told to hype the hell out of it. By and whom? By whom? You know, you know, everything. Everybody? Everyone is supposed to? Okay. Yeah, so, you know. Also, my ex coworker, like yeah, my, my my previous coworker and his friends all played the hell out of the uh, the international the, Jap- the Japanese version. one, yeah. Um, yeah. so I'm excited about that. But anyway, what other games? Uh, you got you got Pokemon Picross, you got uh, you got WoW. Did you play anything else? Uh, I played some Kenshi, which uh, you know what that is. Is that a Play, original PlayStation game? No. You're thinking of... Ten, ten, I don't know. Ten, uh, Are you thinking of Tenku? Pro, uh, Tenchu? Tenchu, I think. I think that's what I'm thinking of. What What are you... No, what, no, Kenshi is an indie game on PC that uh, was in development for a very long time. Uh, released either last year or the year before, maybe. Um, at least released out of early access. Uh, but it is kind of in the vein of like old Fallout 
Um, oh, isometric. Um, like yes, but it's more focused on. It, it, it's so hard to explain because it can be many different games. You can play it as a trading simulation. You can play it as an RTS. You can play it as an RPG. Um, like it, it is so flexible in that way because it has a full on like it's it's a re you, you move in real time. It's not like grid based or whatever. Uh, everything is 3D, um, and like the the combat is real time. You can pause, but it's real time. But you can like what I've done is at least what little I've done so far is just basically going out mining, coming back, and then selling that stuff. And I'm trying to get to the point where I can hire people to go mine for me. And I'm going to try to buy a house in the starting town so that I can have like basically a mining company out of out of that town. And you can you can do that, but you could also choose to instead start as someone who like has a group already. And you can do that and then you can build a base yourself and like have an entire mining town or have a a community of farmers or like you, you could just have a, a group of mercenaries that travel around so like so, so what i've heard so what i'm hearing is that you have taken this game which is uh it, it in my opinion should be played like an rpg um like kind of like the original fallout uh and you've turned it into animal crossing kind of i guess <laughs> You're just like I. Uh, I'm gonna make this game how I want it to be, which is Animal Crossing. But that's the thing, though, is like it, it gives you that that option, and that's yeah. what I think is most fascinating about it is that like it has a, a job system where you can delegate jobs to individuals so that they will repeatedly do those things, and like there is a survival system. So like unless you're playing as the race that is literally robots, uh, you have to eat and and get water and stuff so like you have to have a farming community or you have to go out and steal food and and shit from people and there's a political system there are there are like groups that are pre-established in the lore that have various personalities and whatnot that if you cross them or people who are allied with them they will come to your town and fuck your shit up and you can be enslaved. The, the, like, the game doesn't just end if you get fucked up. They can knock you out, put you in a cage, and your character is just enslaved. And, like, you can keep playing and try to escape, or you can just quit. Like, um, there, there's a review from a guy that I watched a while back that convinced me to get the game, and then I just started playing it this week. But uh, he explains just how much detail is in the game and it's utterly fascinating like it was so worth it and i don't know if it's still on sale uh but it was when i bought it and it is so absolutely worth your time and money uh k-e-n-s-h-i it's actually on my wish list apparently 
Yeah, it's not on sale anymore. No. Um, it is $30 right now, which is a little steep. Uh, if you don't know th whether or not you want it, there's apparently a free demo, which I didn't know that. But um, yeah, it is very much like games will say that they're they're open ended or like a sandbox or something like that. Um, but well, this one actually I've is. Never, I've never seen one with quite this much choice to how you want to play the game. That's cool. Any, have and you played anything else? Apparently, there's a sequel else? in development, and I'm, I'm really excited to, to see what they do with that. Uh, are, nothing else important. They're really. going to turn it into a very linear experience. That's the that's the way that sequels work, right? If they have a great game, and nope. then they make it crap. Nope. Don't spread this out too much, but I bet that's what they do with the next Zelda. I really hope not. Like, <laughs> well, okay. Let Let's be fair. None of the Zelda games have been super linear. Like, uh, like yes, they have kind of linear plots, but most of them have like a like an open world thing. Even the original Legend of Zelda on the NES had kind of an open the original world. was like the most open one up until Breath uh, of the Wild. Yeah, up until Breath of the Wild. Yeah, but they're like all there, they're you, all you, you could go and do whatever. Yeah, they're all didn't even tell you. No, you you got to go west. Just uh, well, grab the sword first, unless you're doing one of those hard mode runs, and then uh, go to the west and just have fun. You'll you'll find a dungeon eventually. So anyway, I have played. Well, first off, you can find me at Reeton everywhere. I'm Reeton on uh, Mixer, Reeton on Twitter, Reeton on YouTube. You can find my podcast, Reeton Podcast, on Google uh, Play or Spotify, or iTunes, and yeah, that's pretty much everything. Make sure to follow me. I, I stream Monday through Friday on Mixer at 6 p.m. Pacific time to 9 p.m. Pacific time, roughly. Uh, next Friday, I will actually be gone. I'm going to be uh, going up to Salem to hang out with a friend, uh, but I will be returning probably Saturday. I'll be playing something else. Anywho... So the games I played was I played some Halo, uh, which I do like. It's weird. Sometimes I do really, really well. Other times I just get stomped, and I don't know if it's the matchmaking kind of being mean and being like, "Hey, you did really well in that last game. Let's pair you up with people who are better than you," or if it's just me kind of having a flurry and then just sucking after that. But uh. I had asked a friend to play, and he's like, yeah, sure, and then he didn't play. So I was just playing by myself, which is... I, I prefer playing Halo with kind of at least one or two other people. That way uh, we can kind of work together as a team better than randos. That's just me, though. And then I also played... Uh, you're going to be disappointed. I bought something on the Epic Game Store. You fucking trash pile human garbage. Uh, so I bought Jedi, uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order for, it was like $28, okay? Sue me. It was a good deal. And that game is really, really good. Um, it is it is very similar in uh, kind of, kind of the, the combat is similar to Dark Souls. And, I was going to say, isn't it like a Souls-like? Uh, kind of. It's more like, to me, it's more like Prince of Persia. 
the original Prince of Persia games. There's a there's a lot more reliance on um solving puzzles and running around the environment, but they do have like they have a meditation place which is basically a bonfire where you can rest and save your game. And if you rest at the bonfire, guess what happens? Oh, I'm not going to let you guess, but uh the enemies respawn. So if you rest at the if you rest at the meditation thing, people respawn and you have to fight them again. But it so is yeah, it is similar to Dark Souls in that sense, but I I would say it's also very similar to Prince of Persia, which I really like Prince of Persia. Um and because you are a Jedi, uh it kind of makes certain sections easy and stupid. So I there there's a obvious fight that you have to go up to and you know there's there's the stormtroopers who are easy to kill and then there are different like higher up stormtroopers that have like black armor shock instead troopers. of white yeah yeah like shock troopers and they're supposed to be harder to fight right so like if you reflect a blaster bolt back at them they'll most of the time dodge it so you can't so you actually have to go fight them hand to hand but where were those in the Star Wars movies uh you know they they were uh they were not there apparently <laughs> anyway so you know they they'll put you like right right before you get to a meditation point they'll be like hey look at this shock trooper and you're like ah son of a bitch and then you have to kind of have a more difficult fight than you would with a, a normal stormtrooper however uh again because you're a jedi uh i was like oh what like i was having this fight and my health was you know at about a third and i was like oh man oh wait a minute and i just force pushed him off a ledge so and then you hear him scream as he falls to his death which i think is awesome uh another time i ran up to a group and there was a shock trooper and then he was surrounded by like four or five other stormtroopers and i just ran up looked at the shock trooper force pushed him off the ledge and then killed the stormtroopers which made that fight probably not what they expected or maybe exactly what they expected so uh it's really fun really fun game if you can get it i would say say do it it is on sale in the epic game store but i know a lot of people have problems with the epic game store so uh, i've seen it go on sale on steam for about 35 dollars which i think is a fair price for that but that's that's me i also played final fantasy 14 i am actually going through the main storyline so i have not completed all of the patches for the uh the base game yet so I haven't even got to the uh, first expansion with this particular character that I have. So I'm just grinding away at that. And I was uh, doing dungeons the other day because I have a huge list of dungeons, which I'm sure you have in WoW as well. Just a huge, like you do the, the group finder and there's just probably a list of dungeons you can do. And uh, Yeah, if you do pre-made groups, but most of the time I just hit play random dungeon. If well, I do dungeons at all. There's there's that too, but um so there's play random dungeons in Final Fantasy. Um and you can do leveling and stuff like that. And also it does help you can get really good experience points rewards and other stuff from doing the, the roulette or whatever. 
But then also, if you go to the dungeons individually and you do like, I'm going to do this specific dungeon, um, it'll give you uh, a first time completion reward for that for doing that particular dungeon. So you get extra yeah. stuff for doing that. And so that's what I've been doing. And uh, I wanted to get this one because of the amount of uh, tokens that you got for it. And it will group you up. I'm sure it does it with WoW. It'll group you up with people who are in the same data center with you and put you all into an instance. So they don't necessarily have to be on your server. They just have to be in your, like, pr like the primal data center is what it's called. And uh, I'm going through with a group of people. And somebody in the group was like, wait, Nathan? And I was like, oh, hey, yeah, who are you? And they're like, the oh, fuck? it's me. It's me, Bailey. And the, this is my friend that lives like, I don't know, half a mile away from me, who just happens <laughs> to be on another server. And they were running the, uh, she was running the game with, um, uh, with her, her free company. So I just happened to randomly get put into a group with one of my friends that lives like half a mile away. So I thought that was pretty cool. Anyway, uh, let's move on. And we are going to talk about some stories. We're going to talk about it's a continuation of something we talked about last week. You actually brought this up. The culling. Uh, <laughs> what we, we spoke about their shitty, shitty pay-to-play system where you buy a token, basically, and each token allows you to play one game and you can buy X amount of tokens or you can do like a month subscription to play an unlimited amount of games. It's stupid. All of it's stupid. Uh, if you win a game, then you get, you get to win a token. So if you buy a token and you happen to win, then you can keep playing. But if you don't win, then you don't keep playing. Um, since you brought it up, do you want to talk about this particular story? Because I do think it's hilarious. Yeah, so um, they basically admitted that uh, they they had to redo the Cullings business model because having it be free-to-play was not working, which, okay, fair enough. Um, and if you didn't listen last week, one... Go listen to last week's podcast and all of, all the ones from the last four years. Um, but if you didn't listen last week, they they were previously free to play. Uh, then they took it off sale, and now they're relaunching it only on Xbox One for six dollars. But then after you pay the six dollars, you only get one free game per day, and then after that, have to buy. To oh wait, sorry, they they changed it. Um, it's ten free games per day. Oh, so uh, it was buy... it was one, but it they... was yeah, yeah. They they changed it. To be fair, ten free games a day is I'm fine with that. I'm honestly fine with if it if it were ten free games a day. Uh, I think I'm they not... should get rid of their pay to play model. I, I think that they should get rid of having to purchase the game. If if it was yeah. a completely free to play game and they said you could play ten games a day, I think that would be fair. Yeah, if it if it was completely free, but uh, yeah, you get ten free games per day, but then have to after that either buy tokens, which it's like, I think it was like uh, it was like 
a dollar for like two or three tokens or like two dollars like, for three tokens or something yeah like that. it was like a dollar for two it, it was something silly i can't remember off the top of my head yeah. listen to last week's podcast yeah uh but basically the response to this um was the the developer the the whoever it was in development saying well look we know people are upset about it uh but it really it's just because of the way that it came out we're we're sorry we're sorry that we announced it the way that we did but we're not sorry that we announced it and it's staying this way uh basically the 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 development team going yeah go go fuck yourselves player shitty game uh we gotta we gotta make enough money to pay for the amazon web services servers that we're running this game off of uh they also said that like they don't think that people are going to play the game on a daily basis like they don't expect people to and like what (laughs) what what kind of dev studio says that to be fair they're probably correct uh, yes, like, but like, why would you come out and say, "Well, look, we, we just don't really see this as the kind of game that you play every day," you know? I don't like, see it as we, a game I'm gonna ever play, but um, you know, m- mainly because I don't have an Xbox, but also because I'm just not gonna play the game. It sounds it sounds bad. Like if I were to play a battle royale game, I would just play um, Warzone. Honestly, that's probably the one I would choose. So you um part part of this logic is so you do get a token for free if you win a match. Yes. Which is rarely going to happen, but uh it was even rarely even more rarely going to happen whenever you uh only had one free game per day. But with ten per day, I could see you maybe winning at least one match per day. Maybe. If you're if um, you're decent, yeah. Yeah. Or you just get lucky or whatever. Um so their their thinking is maybe you'd save up a bunch of tokens and maybe you know you, you have a day where you're just like I'm gonna play a bunch of calling and then you do that, um or maybe you uh buy a pass and pay uh, you know pay six dollars or whatever play a bunch for like a month and then just never touch it again, and that that is what they're saying like that's not me like putting words in their mouth, like that's what they thought people would do with the game and like that just doesn't inspire confidence to me whenever the dev studio is like well we just thought you know it'd be a game maybe you play for like a couple weeks and then you just get bored with it and you go away no no but here's, <laughs> here's the deal you're when you make games the reason <laughs> why like i hate dlc i hate it i hate it so much um and and I'll, I'll complain about DLC here in a minute, but with DLC, they the whole point is okay. We're gonna we're gonna have this DLC come out about a month and a half after launch. Uh, people should be beating the game around a month, month and a half, so they'll have DLC and be like, "Oh man, that was a good game." I wonder if I can keep playing this. Oh, I could buy some DLC, and I can continue playing the game, and I can get new stories. And and you want people to continuously play your game. Like, you don't want them to stop playing your game because that would be bad for business. 
<laughs> so why would you actively say, no, nah, we don't, you know, maybe, maybe somebody's going to play this, you know, once a week or something like that. Like, oh man, I'm bored. I guess I, I'm done playing NBA, NBA 2K live. I think I'll just play some calling for a, for about 10 games. <laughs> no. uh, there's an exact quote in here. If you like it or you want to try it, please join us to try it out. See if you like it enough to spend money on it. If you do, we'd love you to keep playing it. Cause at that point, you can make a purchase and then have that opportunity to play, say, 10 matches a day, every day, as long as you want to. And if you love it more than that, go ahead, buy a reasonably priced pass, and that'll let you play as much as you want. That'll be something you can decide to re-up whenever you want to. And if you stop playing, you'll never spend another cent. I think that'd be simple to understand and present. Right. Okay. And, and right. I, I, <laughs> I, I honestly agree, like... Like I kind of agree with that quote. Like, yeah, I mean, you're pro most people probably aren't gonna play like a single game every day. Most people, uh, at least with like with me and the people I know, most people will tend to play a game on and off. Like, they might get a new game and then play through that game, and then be like, "I'm done with the game," and play something else. Um, but there but are people who are going like, to play a game play a game for like the uh, the day that they buy it and then maybe like three or four days after that and then come back to it say two or three months later and go oh yeah i'll pay another six dollars to play this game again the only thing yeah that's the only thing i'm thinking is all i i think that they should offer the 10 free games a day uh make it completely free to play and then have cosmetic items, and then if you want to play more than 10 games a day, like, okay, then you can buy the tokens. I think that would be fair. But since I don't see anyone buying cosmetics for this game, though. You know, I, I wouldn't put it past people. I, I am 100% sure there are people who would buy cosmetics. Because people yes. will buy cosmetics for anything, man. I guess I, you're right. I don't get cosmetics. Like, I knew somebody, actually the person I was taught, Bailey. Uh, we played Final Fantasy XI together, and there was a hat. It was, like, the best hat in the game at that time, so everyone had the hat. Um, but she did not like the aesthetics of the hat, so she went into her dat files and changed the dat file. It only changed it for the way that she saw her character. And she changed the dat file just so that she didn't have to look at that hat. Interesting. So people will do stupid shit for aesthetics. Um, I, 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 I will never play the calling. So, uh, you know, good, good for them. Hopefully they, like, we, we, we will talk shit about the game and their strategies and stuff, but. To be fair, I want the people who are working on the game to be able to continue making a salary, so I do hope they make a profit. I don't see them making a profit, but I, I do hope that they do that they make one, that they're able to pay their developers because, you know, it, especially right now with so many people losing their jobs and stuff, I would prefer that fewer people lose their jobs than... than you know, having this entire company go out of business because their their business model is shit. Anyway, let's move on and let's talk about Chuck E. Cheese.
my I used to love Chuck E. Cheese as a kid. Did you ever go to Chuck E. Cheese as a kid? I think I may have gone once or twice. Uh, I believe it was it was for one of my birthday parties. One of, I was like four or five years old. We went to Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, I didn't want to leave. Uh, my parents were like, "No, we you know we've been here for a couple hours. We're gonna go home. You know, you played arcade games, blah blah blah." And they started walking out the door, and I didn't want to leave, so I just sat at the table and like was screaming because I didn't want to leave Chuck E. Cheese. And my parents, uh, my parents just walked out the door. They no, were just like surprising. They're just like we're just gonna leave, and then eventually I was like, "Oh shit, they're not coming back," and so, <laughs> and so I went out the door and went home. Um, yeah, I was. I, uh, uh, I've I, always had a, a very bad fear of uh costumed characters. Oh, that makes sense. That's why you hate uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, yeah, that's it. I I also hate it because it's a terrible game. They're they're awful, awful games. Um, but anyway, Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, this has nothing to do with gaming because uh, it. I just find it. I found it hilarious. This is from foodandwine.com. Says uh, in the weeks for years. In the weeks for uh, or years. Oh, sorry, I read that as an F, not a. Uh, what's that called? The the bracket. Parenthesis. Parenthesis. I'm sorry. I was gonna call it something else. Uh, or years. It definitely feels like years since restaurants across the United States have been limited to offering takeaway or delivery meals only. A lot of us have relied on apps like DoorDash, Grubhub, and Uber Eats to ensure that we're not drown uh, d- drowning in pools of dry cereal or like you know just fi- just eating that for days on days. Um, so basically, what had happened was. Chuck E. Cheese will create shell companies on Grubhub and DoorDash, uh, like Aroa's Pizza Emporium, and then you will order it, and it'll just be from Chuck E. Cheese, which I find hilarious. Yeah, when I when I read about this, I like part of me was like, wow fuck you guys but at the same time i'm like what a fucking brilliant idea i it's 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 bullshit like it's terrible terrible like capitalism at its finest but i also find it hilarious because i would totally like if i were the owner of a business and i was like man i want to get more business i just open a shell company that would be awesome uh it says here a user named Kendall Nelf placed in a Grubhub order from a place called Pasquale's Pizza and Wings, believing that she was doing her part to support a local business. When she received her food, she was slightly suspicious about where it actually came from. Uh, She texted her Grubhub driver, just curious, uh, was this food from Chuck E. Cheese? The driver, Richard, responded that when he picked up the order, the Chuck E. Cheese had the logo for Rate Wing Restaurant on the windows. Uh, Kendall Nelf's husband did a bit of investigating and learned that not only was uh, Pasquale P. Pie Plate the name of a fictional chef in Chuck E. Cheese. That's what I love about it. <laughs> The the restaurant had the same street address as Chuck E. Cheese, and making things worse, the more confusing, there's a real uh, West Philly pizza plate called Pas- 
Pasquale's, uh, that has no officiate, uh, affiliation with the cartoon rat. Um, so apparently that's not the only place where Chuck E. Cheese is offering to-go pizza. Uh, there are a dozen of Grubhub listings for Pasqua- Pasquale's from Denton, uh, Texas to Oceanside, California, uh, Skokie, Illinois. Is that a, is that a place? Skokie? Wait, where? It says Skokie. S K O K I E. Skokie. I mean, it sounds like a place that would be in Illinois, but <laughs> I, I yeah, it's up in Cook County, so I have no idea. Like, okay, uh, that's, all that's of Chicago, that's Chi Town. I don't know nothing about Chi Town. Yeah, and so all of them share an address with Chuck E. Cheese. According to another Reddit comment uh, commenter, this isn't totally unheard of in the Grubhub world said, I work for Grubhub. It's what we call a virtual kitchen, usually used for places that want to try to have different concept to create more income, but uh, it is delivery only. So, um, I, I, what, what do you think about this? What, what do you think about Chuck E. Cheese going and creating shell companies on Grubhub so people don't know that they're ordering from Chuck E. Cheese? Nothing. I, you think nothing. Well, no, I, I just, I, I, like I said, I think, I think it's brilliant. It's shitty, but it's also like, how fucking clever is, is that to like, and, and to be so shitty about it that like, that you name it Pasquale's Pizza and Wings whenever you have a character in your stupid fake franchise. Named, named Pasquale. Pasquale. But also, they actually what? released a comment, too. And that comment is, uh, it says here, uh, Chuck Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I fucking... Yeah. <laughs> CEC <laughs> Entertainment Incorporated uh, recently launched Pasquale's Pizza and Wings nationwide. The inspiration was rooted in the desire to create a premium pizza while staying true to the CEC brand. Uh, Pasquale's Pizza and Wings, named after another fa- uh, favorite member of Munch's Make Believe Band, shares kitchen space with Chuck E. Cheese Restaurant, ensuring high-quality, fresh ingredients. Pasquale's Pizza and Wings recipes use fresh, homemade pizza dough, just like Chuck E. Cheese. But it is a different pizza that features a thicker crust and extra sauce, giving customers a more flavorful, more premium pizza experience. (laughs) While Pasquale's Pizza and Wings recipes are currently only available for delivery, select items might be added to the Chuck E. Cheese menu in the future. It's... They're... They're making Chuck E. Cheese pizza and adding, like... (laughs) a thimble more of sauce and being like, it's premium, baby. <laughs> this would be like, it'd be like if, uh, if you went to order on Grubhub and you saw like, oh, Ronald's Burger House. That sounds cool. And then you order from it and it's just fucking McDonald's. I would, I, it, I, I don't know. <laughs> like, first off, who knows of the, the, the members of the Chuck E. Cheese band? No, You're right. They should. It should be Mayor McCheese's Burger Palace. Or I, I was thinking the Hamburglar, the Hamburger's well, yeah. Burglar Palace. <laughs> we have stolen food from McDonald's, and now we're selling it back to you. Steamed hams. <laughs> I, I, I think it's 
it's amazing. And also, I just if you happen to live in a city with a Chuck E. Cheese and you see Pas- Pasquale's Pizza and Wings, maybe order some from somewhere else. Or, hell, if you like Chuck E. Cheese, maybe just order Pasquale's. Who cares? Like, it's it's pizza. And I didn't know that, that Chuck E. Cheese had wings. I don't know. I never, I mean, I, I only went there as a kid. Because uh, I think, yeah. I think one, uh, you have to have a kid if you're going to go to Chuck E. Cheese. You I think, yeah, I, I, you're not allowed in as just an adult. Yeah, which which kind of pisses me off. Which means I have to kidnap <laughs> a child. <laughs> like, you're coming to Chuck E. Cheese with me. And they're like, what? Why? Uh, well, I don't know. I Come here, kid. goddamn pizza. And wings. Uh, but hey, apparently you can now order from Chuck E. Cheese. But that's not the reason you go to Chuck E. Cheese. You go to Chuck E. Cheese to go play arcade games and eat shitty pizza. Like that's yeah, what you do. Like shitty arcade games too. I mean, back in the day, they were fine. Like I remember playing the Simpsons arcade game and stuff, which was awesome. Oh. Well. Um, I don't know which ones you played, but the Simpsons arcade game was my favorite. Uh, when I was I miss, would go there. I miss Dave and Buster's. Uh, yeah, obviously none of the arcades compared to the arcades I found in Japan, but. Um, yeah, hey, there there are arcades in America that I wish I could go to. Yeah, there was. But they're all way too far away. There was a rhythm game, so I played a. Uh, it, it, it's not Donkey Konga, but it's basically Donkey Konga. I played that. Oh, um, Taiko Drum Master. Yeah, that one's great. That I had a lot yeah. of fun with that. Uh, there was another I got one that on Switch. It's it's great. There's another one that I wanted to play where it was kind of like um, Elite Beat Agents, uh, but you take your hand and you put it on the screen and you. You know, you tap the buttons and stuff. I'm sure you've seen it. Was um, it DJ Max? Uh, something uh, like that. Uh, I don't remember the name of it. All I remember. There actually, there are a lot of them that are like that. So yeah, I didn't play it uh, because there was a there was a person there who had like he had the I am going to play this game gloves on. The, oh. And he was just there the whole time, just kicking ass. And I was like, I can't match that. Like, <laughs> I'm going to go up there and be like, super duper easy mode. Oh, I failed. Like, this guy was just, you know, on the that very hard was, mode. Was like, that guy was me whenever uh, we, went to a, we went to a bowling alley once. And I, uh, I'm bad at bowling. So after the third bowling match... I was like, all right, I'm done. Um, and, and you went and played rock band. I went band. to the arcade. I went and played Guitar Hero. Oh, okay. And, and after two songs, I went to put in another 50 cents, and it just ate my quarters. And the guy who was watching the arcade came over and put $2 in the machine for me and said, I've never seen anyone play Guitar Hero that well. You deserve this. <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> one okay before we before we move on to our next story i uh i went to an arcade well i didn't go to an arcade i went to the movie theater and we had some time before the movies so i was like hey i got a few bucks let's let's hop on this like racing game they have you know the the ones where you sit next to each other and you race and as we're racing um i get a blue screen of death <laughs> <laughs> and i was like what the f- like it's it blue screens and then comes back 
it was <laughs> it was great it was it was awesome i was and it just like it booted up it's like dell <laughs> <laughs> i love that stuff like those pictures you see of like the Times square screens and then yeah. one of them is a giant bsod and it's like a windows xp one <laughs> yeah it was it was uh, pretty awesome Chuck E. Cheese has uh, three options on their apps and wings menu. Uh, French fries, cheesy bread, and uh, small wings for $5 serves two. Uh, you have your choice of barbecue, sweet wait, chili, wait, 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 plain, wait, wait, wait. or I'm buffalo. Gonna, I'm going to back up here. Mm -hmm. uh, what's a small wing? It, it just says serves approximately two. But, but how many <laughs> wings is that? It just says serves approximately two. I, I can guarantee fucking to you it does not serve two. <laughs> it's two wings? It, it does not serve two. It's five wings. It's probably six wings. It's probably it's, uh, six. 215 to 390 calories per serving. And the 215 okay, is so, probably the plain wing. So it's, it's six wings. That's yeah. what it is. It's six wings. And I can guarantee for... you that does not serve two. That serves half of a serving for what I yeah. want for chicken wings. I, but I, you do have your choice of boneless or bone in. I, I mean, we we've had this discussion before. Boneless yes, wings, I... boneless wings are. I don't hate boneless wings. I want to I want to stress that, but I hate that they lie, because because they're they're chicken nuggets. They're not chicken wings. They're chicken nuggets. So I I I don't like that they call them chicken wings because they're just chicken <laughs> nuggets, and. And uh, chicken wings have bones in them, um, but I don't hate Ooh. I don't hate bone in wings or boneless wings. They have they have unicorn churros. Oh, uh, the Disneyland in Tokyo had lightsaber churros, and those were those were good. I I like them. They're 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 dusted with blue raspberry, cotton candy, and sour apple sugar. Oh my god, sour apple apple. I haven't been to Chuck E. Cheese in like twenty five years, so they have a, they have they have salads. It it's just a house salad. That's the only option they have. <laughs> I like that they uh they're just like you know we we know you're not ordering salads here, so we're gonna <laughs> offer it. You can have a salad, I guess. Uh, <laughs> they, their pizzas are five dollars for a large pizza, uh, which honestly isn't bad. Yeah, it's probably uh, the same size as like a a a pizza from Little Caesars. So, yeah. um and I, I was going to say, wow, it's like the same price as Little Caesars, except pepperoni is $2. Oh. That's not good. You get a cheese pizza for $5. Every topping is $2. Now, have you looked up Pasquale's? No, is, is the price different for at Pasquale's? That's a good question. Yeah, hmm. <laughs> and this this is uh this is my local Chuck E. Cheese, and by local I mean it's like a forty minute drive. But you know, that's a uh, more local. I think mine the local the nearest Chuck E. Cheese is uh like three and a half hours away from me. Um, no restaurants. Let me change. What are you changing? I'm going to change the address to one that's closer. 
Pasquale's Pizza and Wings. Yes. Large pizza starts at $10. Okay. Okay. So, but... 14... But what about, um... What about toppings? What about toppings? They're still $2 each. So not only are you just getting Chuck E. Cheese pizza, you're also paying double. Like, you're... You might be getting less pizza, actually. Wow, that is so the so the the website for Chuck E. Cheese says that it's cut into twelve slices. Uh, the on Grubhub, it's cut into eight slices. Okay, so yeah, uh, and is this your local? Is this the same one? Yeah, that yeah, is... this is the same. Yeah. So so you also. It, where you live, the Chuck E. Cheese has a Pasquale. <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so. Yeah, yeah. It's at 10850 Lincoln Trail, Fairview Heights, Illinois. And yeah, Chuck E. Cheese number 916, 10850 Lincoln Trails, Fairview Heights, Illinois. That is. <laughs> that's great. Uh, we should move on to our next story, but uh, don't order from Pasquale's, apparently. If you're going to order Chuck E. Cheese <laughs> pizza. Just order well, Chuck E. Cheese pizza. Uh, let's move on. This one's actually really cool. Uh, we've covered a story very similar to it a few weeks ago. Uh, the Xbox source code has been leaked. The original Xbox what? source code has been leaked. What the hell's going on? I don't. There's somebody just releasing all this shit, and I am so happy because the like when the GameCube stuff got released, I was like, whatever. We figured out GameCube and we emulation like five years ago like it's perfect it's been perfect for a while um but original xbox uh emulation i don't know why but they just cannot get a grip on it it just it doesn't work they they've gotten like some emulators about a year a little over a year ago they're like, hey, we're working on it. We're getting Xbox emulation working. We got a couple games running. They're running slow, but you know, the the more we work on it, the better it'll get. Nothing's been updated in like a year. It still runs like shit. Um, and now the Xbox source code has been uh unlocked, and I know it's illegal to use the source code in your code if you're run if you're making an emulator. But on the other hand. If you make emulators and you listen to this podcast, please use the source code to <laughs> to do this emulation because uh, it would be awesome. Uh, this is a story from Engadget. It says the uh, an early version of the source code for Windows NT 3.5 has been leaked online. The dump contains just about everything one would need to understand the inner workings of the system. The OS was... Uh, released in 1994, but was quickly replaced with Windows NT 3.51. Uh, there probably aren't many people or businesses still using NT 3.5, so it isn't likely to become a security risk. Uh, the Xbox source code leak in particular could have some value. While it would be illegal for programmers to use Microsoft's own code in an emulator, the info gleamed from the dump could inform new approaches to creating better software version of the console. Only a small fraction of Xbox games can currently run smoothly via homebrew emulation, while many popular games are supported by Microsoft's official Xbox emulation via the 360 and Xbox One. 
it's still important uh, to some that the games are preserved and remain playable as the original hardware units die out. So I am super excited about uh, the original Xbox source code getting getting leaked because I do hope that within the next year or so they're able to make like an actually functional emulator at some point in our lives. Uh, what there th- is there is apparently already an Xbox emulator that uh, that works rather well. I haven't tried it, um, but I had never heard of it until last week. What's it called? Um, is it Xenia? Is I it because because most of the emulators that I've seen, they'll be like, "Oh, it works okay," and then it doesn't really work okay. It gets to the title screen of Halo. Yeah, basically, or it can play a few games at like thirty frames a second, maybe. Like like um, uh, Dead or Alive Two, it can play that game. Like they're, but but they don't work very well. They don't. Like, you can't just load up an Xbox game, any game that you want, and play it. Uh, Where, you know, like most emulators now, PlayStation 2, uh, uh, PlayStation 2, Dreamcast, uh, GameCube, Wii. Like, you can usually just upload a ROM uh, to your computer, and it'll just run fine. Even, uh, is it Wii Wii U emulation is getting pretty good. 3DS emulation is pretty good. They have um, emulators for just about everything. Even a PlayStation 3 emulator is better than the original Xbox emulator at this point in time, which is really, Uh, really sad. Zemu. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would urge you to try it because I doubt it will work as well as it says. Uh, there There are almost no games that even have compatibility (laughs) <laughs> uh, listed on their website like it's all unknown yeah so it would seem that either no one's updating this page or no one has tried most games so i will uh i will go ahead and uh put a dvd drive in my computer yes and uh try out one of those xbox games that i bought whenever you came down three years ago was it three years ago now? Jesus. We're getting old, man. Anyway. I hate my life. If if this works, actually, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to try to play Breakdown. Because if that works, then I will be the first person with a high-quality Breakdown Let's Play on YouTube. The I don't know what Breakdown is, but good for you. That's... It is a... It is a... It is, it is a like half-life like first person brawler shooter made by Namco. Okay. Oh, so I the, think and it's only on the original Xbox. I, I've talked about it before. You have, yes. Yes, you have. And it's really weird. It is, yes, it is it is one of the most underrated games of all time. And if I ever won like if I ever won multiple millions of dollars I would fund the development of a remake. You're a really strange person. You'd also have to buy the licensing. So I w- I'm sure Namco would sell it to me. They probably would, to be fair. They're, yes. they're only making Pac-Man games now, so whatever. Well, no. No, they're also making remakes of... Ace Combat? Uh, they made the .hack game not too long ago. They remade they GU. Ace Combat? 
seems like a Namco thing, or is that is it? No, I, Bandai Namco are the same company now. Yeah, yeah, Nam, Namco Bandai, or is it Bandai Namco? It, Bandai whatever. Namco. Uh, they they also released uh, .hack GU last recode. Why they didn't release the first set of games in the .hack series, I don't know. But they released the second series. And is uh, .hack even like is that anything outside of games now? Uh, I mean. I don't know. I know a few years ago they released an anime, like a a, a DVD, like a, a movie. Is it the like old a, anime or is it an OVA? I think it was an OVA, but they released an OVA. Uh, and when you bought the OVA in Japan, which I really want to get, but I'll never find it. Even if I go, even when I go to Japan, I will never find it. Um, and with the DVD, it came with a PlayStation Three game. Uh, that was like a PlayStation 3 dot hack fighting game, but it was only in Japan. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. And probably wow. really bad. Anyway, uh, we're going to move on to our last story, which has to do again with the original Xbox. And this, this makes me really excited. It gives me a reason to have the seven original Xboxes that I have. Um... <laughs> It does not. Um, this is from purexbox.com. The only thing I'm sad about with purexbox.com is that it doesn't look like it was made in the early 2000s. Um, <laughs> it says, It has been over 10 years since the Xbox Live servers for the original Xbox were shut down, but a new replacement for the service is currently in private development. It's called Insignia, and will reportedly allow Xbox owners to play games online without any modifications, patches, uh, or anything like that. Uh, as part of the announcement, the team behind Insignia posted a short video showing a successful sign-in to uh, the Xbox Live-style server, which you can see above. It says the service has been in private development since last year and is hoping to have games working by autumn 2020. None of this is officially supported by Microsoft, but it is currently an exciting development for an old-school Xbox fans. The Insignia team says the service isn't quite ready yet, though in private beta it will follow when test. Uh, I'm sorry. Although a private beta will follow when testers are re uh, required, uh, we'll be keeping a close eye on this one. So they are making the original Xbox Live services available again and i have no idea how they're gonna do that like it's just server emulation well yes it's server emulation but how are you going to make your without without modding it or cracking it or anything how DNS. are you i i so how do you change that dns on the xbox you or just, do you do it on yeah, your router you, you change you change the dns server on the xbox to point to their dns servers which then just route all of the traffic that the Xbox would be looking for to their servers. It's the same way that the browser exploit works on the Switch. That is, that's really awesome. And I hope that it works well because I am totally fine hooking up uh, an original Xbox and playing some, like, you want to play some original Fantasy Star? We can do it on the Xbox. I actually, well, I don't know if that would work. Uh, because Fantasy Star probably had their own servers. 
But they, yeah, but like Halo, they'll definitely have Halo up and running. Yeah, Halo will work. Uh, maybe we could play some uh, play some some big bumping. Did that have online? I have no idea. Uh, I don't know what big bumping is. I think that might be a problem. Big bumping. Um, you didn't play big bumping. No. Oh, we could play a a Brood Wars. That, uh, was that a game? That was bad. No, I'm I, thinking. I'm thinking brute force. Brute force. I, I don't. Did that have online? It did, and it was really. It, it was a really bad game. Uh, by the way, Big Bumpin' was one of the three Burger King games. Oh, okay. Uh, Big Bumpin', Sneak King, Sneaking, yep. um, Sneak King, and there was an was Big uh, Bumpin' the racing one. No, big bumping. Well, it's like a bump. It, it, as the title implies, it's like a bumper cars game. Uh, I I, maybe it was a kart racer. Yeah, and we could also uh, another game that I would actually not mind playing online. I think it had online. Uh, Fusion Frenzy. That's what I was trying to think of. I was going to make a joke about that, and I couldn't think of the fucking <laughs> title. Okay, what was the joke? Because I played, I played the. Well, no, I was going to joke that hey, we can play Fusion Frenzy because it was like the fucking Mario Party game yeah. on Xbox. I played the demo off a demo disc. Me too. Yes, and, and I had a lot of fun with it. Um, it was like on every demo disc that came out for the Xbox. Yeah, so it was I... like, like every game that came out had demos on it for some reason, and like all of them had fusion frenzy it was like a game came out and it's like hey did you put fusion frenzy on that disc now i'm gonna go on a tangent here real quick but did you ever read about i believe it was called true fantasy online or something like that which was the there there was a there was an mmo planned for the original xbox and it was being developed by a company that didn't really know what they were doing um go figure and Microsoft, you know, had had went to this developer, tried to get them to make it, and Microsoft was really wanting to push um, voice communication. So, like, you know, using the yeah. Xbox Live headset, kind of like with Halo and stuff, so that you could actually talk to your friends and then, like, also have a proximity thing. So when you're closer to somebody, you'll hear them better. Um, you could also switch yeah. it so you could just talk to your party and stuff. And, you know, this was early, early days of voice communication over the internet for video games. And so they they were struggling to figure out how to do this. And uh, I wish that game would have came out because I, I would imagine that I would have played it or wanted to try to play it. And if something like this happened where they're like, hey, we're bringing it back, I would totally be like, I want to play that. I want to play that the game that I wasn't able to play twenty years ago. I can play Yo, now. We what? could play Conquer Live and Reload it again. I never played that game. You didn't play that. It was so fucking wild. I because like, did you play Conquer's Bad Fur Day? I played it a little bit. I had an N sixty four, but uh, we didn't purchase the game. We rented it, so I only played it okay. a little bit. So the original Conquer's Bad Fur Day had a multiplayer mode that was surprisingly fleshed out 
but like was still just what you would expect from a multiplayer mode like it it had like capture the flag and and all that stuff uh right and it was you know um and, and you just played as like the various characters in the game um it had some stuff that was like specific for it but it was mostly like you used the same items and stuff that you had in the normal story mode uh live and reloaded had like a complete different like it was basically its own game the multiplayer it had like fucking like hover jet thingies like helicopters and and like had maps that were not in the original game like it was this future tech thing that was like a war between the gray squirrels and the the nazi teddy bears uh from the main game like it had like a, a like a progression system and shit like it was this whole other huge deal and i got to play it for like two weeks and uh then never touched again and then they shut the servers down obviously so i i will note that this isn't in the article that i found but i did watch do you watch a modern vintage gamer yes uh he did a video on this because he's he's apparently one of the people that they're going to like immediately give a key to like to to try to connect to this service which makes which makes sense like he is uh, if you don't watch him on YouTube, Modern Vintage, Vintage Gamer is, um, of course, this is the fans, not URL. But uh, if you don't see him on on YouTube, what he he used to like port over con like uh, emulators over to the original Xbox. He's really good programmer, from what I understand, and um, so of course they're gonna give somebody like that the the keys to the kingdom, as it were. Anyway, so he said that uh, communicating with the developers, they said, you know, a lot of games will be, when, when the servers come up, uh, a lot of games will be included, but there are certain games that'll take a lot longer, like EA games use their own servers, so it'll take a little bit longer to get those working, uh, and just, just you know, simple things like that. But, you know, the, the major ones like Halo that use peer-to-peer connections, uh, when it launches, those should work just fine. So I I really, really hope that they're able to do this, even if it's, you know, obviously us going back and playing Halo 2 on the original Xbox, probably not going to be something that we're going to do all the time. But the fact that something yeah. like this exists is awesome. I think it's amazing, and I think that they should definitely do something like this just everywhere like like try to do this with the original or the playstation 2 as well because there are some games for the playstation 2 that i would like to try out uh i believe there was an everquest game that i never got to play and i would like to try that on the playstation 2 and i like um modern vintage gamer i think also did a video they did this for the wii didn't they yeah yeah the wii they uh they they got not only did they get the uh the Wii online service is working, but they also got like, you could sign in with, and we spoke about this before, but with the dolphin emulator, uh, while the servers were still up before you could sign into the virtual console and actually buy games from the virtual console 
on your computer through the emulator, which is just that's it's mind boggling. A that they got it to work, and B how shitty Nintendo's like privacy like <laughs> settings on their network are. Like it's it's great, and and uh with the uh with the Dolphin emulator, if you go and uh, obviously now it's not going to work, but if you were able to get the NAND information from your your actual Wii and put it on the emulator, then you could just download games that you had already purchased. Like it was it was pretty amazing the way that they got that working. Um, anyway, that's that's basically our podcast for this week. So I want to thank Aroa for being here. It's uh, it's no problem. Uh, remember, on the twenty seventh, which is Wednesday, is uh, when that new when when Pl- Fantasy Star Online two comes out. So I will probably be pestering you on Thursday to play that. Okay. Okay. So just keep keep a note that we're gonna play games on Thursday. Uh, thank you for being. They don't they don't have a preload option. Yeah, that's uh, that's part of the reason why I don't want to try to play it on Wednesday because everyone's gonna try to be downloading it. It's gonna take forever. The servers are gonna be super full. Super the servers are gonna be super full on Thursday as well. But oh, yeah. might as well just give it a day. Let's try to get it loaded. Make sure it works, and then we'll play it on Thursday. Uh, and you'll be able to see that. On my mixer, I will be at mixer.com forward slash Reeton at 6 p.m. Pacific time is when I'm going to try to get Aroa to play that. Uh, Aroa will probably be streaming that on his uh, mixer and Twitch, which is, is it Aroa1337 on Twitch and just Aroa on mixer? That is correct. Okay. And we will be back next week for another podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Goodbye. Bye.